Well, because that happened with uh, Landon as like a side. Yeah. So when we first got into this place and moved the podcast here, we uh, we didn't have these mics. We were still kind of talking through. I feel like we'd call them shitty mics now yeah. comparatively. But uh, yeah, we had him on for like the first show in this little spot, and he was and fired up too. He, yeah, he was fired <laughs> up, and it was a good. It was a it good was, one. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was it was you know interesting hearing his story and everything like that. And then uh, <laughs> got posted, and I was like, "Oh shit, dude, you can't hear him like, like at all." Oh, it was like a whisper, it, like straight whisper. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude, it's all just us <laughs> having a conversation." He's yeah. sitting over there, and there's yeah. just some ghosts just background. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, we're here. It's the All or Nothing Show. We're back, Brock, of course, and then we got a special guest, Anthony, uh, and he's joining us. Gonna hopefully talk about his brand, his yeah. story. How he got into it and anything else that's going on because that's what we do on the show. We just shoot the shit. He's another guy. I forgot who we had on at some point that I was thinking about this too. That your name's Anthony. I assume obviously you go by Anthony. And sometimes, sometimes yes, people. It's either Anthony or AJ. It's one of those things. Like if AJ, somebody calls yeah, me yeah, Anthony, yeah. I'm screwed at some point. Like, yeah, I'm, like I'm in trouble. Oh, shit. But <laughs> I, I almost—that's the mom coming out. Yeah, that's Anthony? what that is. Yeah, but I think um, because. We haven't, like, you know, communicated a ton or been close enough. I almost think, like, username first. I'm like, oh, A. James, A. James. Yeah, you know well, I mean? I've, I've said that. I've said that, too. Yeah. That's happened more times than you think, too. Like, sometimes I, I look everybody. confused because yeah. I am the person that forgets his Instagram name. Like, I know, like, yeah. Huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, don't, and they're multiple Ys. So if someone's, like, asked, like, oh, what's your username? You almost got to, like. You know, be like, okay, it's like yeah. two Ys or something like then that. Then if you break it down, you're like, is, is it two? Is it three? Yeah. It's like, why did I even start Damn. to do this in the I first know. place? <laughs> I've always crazy. had it as just Brock Covington. I feel like I did that when I got on Instagram. Like, But that's a 12. good move. And it was a good move. You can, can find yeah. it. And nope. Maddie changed hers for a little while, like Maddie Dick's Fit. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, just keep it Maddie yeah. Dick's no, like no, you no. had it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so easy and simple. I tried to do mine because I was like, oh, man, I just want to do my simple name so people can find someone me. someone has and, it. Yeah, somebody already has it. So I'd have to do underscores and shit. And I'm like, fuck and It's that. usually someone that doesn't even post. It's like yeah, a dead yeah, it's account. like a ghost. Yeah, yeah zero, zero followers. I actually had thing. one guy. There's um, light-skinned actor that well, used to be an actor. He did some like stuff with like Nickelodeon or something at some point. Then now he's a realtor. He's kind of like one of those, I feel like, low-level. transition. Yeah, low-level. <laughs> like, I feel like he's like one of those low-level actors that kind of like tries to get these roles, but eventually had to just be like, hey, this isn't working out. Yeah. Anyway, same name as me. And he I remember he DM'd me. I was like twelve or thirteen. He's like, Hey man, can you change your username so I can have for Brock Covington? And I was like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> people people like, actually do that. Like people oh, will yeah, find like the name that you have like the name yeah. that they want and they'll buy your Instagram name. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, when was it ever that serious? Like, you know what names yeah, crush like the on Instagram? Or like the just Nick. Paul. Oh, like, they, like from, they got that yeah. first real estate, like, Water. 2010 when yeah. Yeah. came out. Yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, the equivalent of when, like, you know, the dot-com boom, and you're getting, like, a certain domain. Yeah. Like, Damn, imagine yeah. knowing, like, even, like, for example, TikTok popping off, like, yeah. before it like started blowing up. TikTok. You're going over there and, like, yeah. grabbing just celebrities' names so they, like, re- have to reach out to you. Either People do that. Like, yeah. um, I forgot his name. I'm about to do it a long time ago. But he would purposely buy certain uh, internet domains, ones yeah. that he knows eventually somebody's going to want, yeah. and then they contact him, he sells them, and I'm like, where were you at Dude. where this idea came to be? Yeah. Not a bad one, no. but I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> like, this isn't yeah. anything. I don't know. I guess you just have to have that gut feeling that it's going to take off, you know? Yeah. Or at least, tr- I mean, it doesn't cost anything. Well, domain names do, but TikTok, yeah. all that shit, no. Yeah. So you yeah. can just eat those up. 
For me, it's not much I can do. Anthony James is like the equivalent of like John Smith. Like it's it is like so. a double it's first a very, name. Uh, yeah. It's a very basic one and two first names. Like, you have a well, middle name. Yeah, middle is it, name. Is it another first name? Nope, it's way out the park. It's Levante, oh, okay. and it's just like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. I, I asked my parents that. I'm yeah. like, so where were you at when you were like, that's what the middle name's gonna be? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Mine's like where it's like O'Brien, but like B R I E N, and it's like Scottish. It's, so it's my dad's. <laughs> it's my dad's middle name, and he yeah. got it just because his mom, when she gave birth, or she just took like the doctor's like name last name and uses the middle name i think that's the story it's, like kind of weird what? yeah so is the, the doctor the dad no 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 like, it's like, not take no. his last name. yeah why okay, so no like, i'm of age now yeah. so i've got questions for both yeah <laughs> does that thing where you ask your parents like a question about way back in the day and they just yeah. like laugh and walk away but yeah. like no 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 we're not done yeah i'm 30 you're gonna answer this question a, uh, fun fact well not fun fact it's a weird fact i guess is i don't have a middle name legally yeah, so a lot of people don't. Yeah, so yeah. but growing up, they always said Austin Lucas Page, like my family and whatever. But then I, I get my mom like my why they 18, do that? She gave me my birth certificate and it just says Austin Page on it. Like <laughs> what the fuck? I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess they got lazy. All my other siblings have middle names except me. I feel like it's nice as like a backup thing. Like if you yeah, have a first yeah. name you really hate or it's weird, you know, like. Um, I don't know. I won't pick on someone's name. I was about to just say something, and I thought of like a member we have, and I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> but uh, you know, but like, yeah, but like you have a generic name, you know, and you're just like, I'll switch it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, Anthony, AJ, what's happening, man? Man, a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot. I would love to sort of dive into. So I get since I already mentioned earlier, like your brand. And how you sort of got into fitness first off. So if you could give us a quick recap of like maybe you getting into fitness and sort of how that transitioned into you wanting to start your own brand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very cut and dry. I was uh, fresh out of college, which was nothing but drinking and partying and seeing if I can fit in a slice of pizza in this routine. And got home, um, got a place with three of my buddies from college. And it was just one of those things we were all trying to figure out what we wanted to do, what jobs we wanted to land. Yep. And nobody was still focusing on, you know, having better health because we were still now we're just older. So we can go out to bars in the city. Mm -hmm. We're no longer at Radford anymore, things like that. And it was like, I think around Christmas, I just looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, dude, what is up? What is going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> like my uh, major is in sports administration. And I was just like, I, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like so what made you choose that major? Um, so at first, I wanted to be a um, sports director for college teams. Oh. Um, and I realized that the athletic directors actually do not spend as much time with the athletes as I originally thought. Yeah, yeah um, I feel like a lot of times people, not to cut you off, a lot of times people go into uh, sports science, whether it's exercise science, or they go into uh, sports administrator, sports management, whatever, and because they're like, they're looking at degrees or majors, and they're like, okay, I like sports. This has to – I probably like this. You know, and they yeah. go into it, and they're like, oh, shit, this is sports analytics. This is like, like the business side of things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I don't want that. What, did you, had, did you have any Europe. schools you were looking at, like potentially maybe working at? Mm -mm. No. Um, it was just one of those things where you just get what they give you and try to get some experience. And, and then okay. work your way up. Gotcha. But the worst part about it is with high school, like you remember when you are in high school, this uh, athletic director is always around, yeah. like helping out and things like that. That's high school. College – you might not even know who they are. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I, get, and I was just. And there's probably so many sports to keep up say. with. Yeah. So I was just like, I wasn't really into that. But um, then I started going to the gym because I was just like, I'm not happy with the way I look. Um, just basically off my own, you know, 
college boy gym knowledge mm-hmm. is basically it. Yeah. And um, I was looking for a part-time job, and so I found the, like the job that I wanted to land for college. And a guy directed me to uh, Nutrition Corner. Yeah. And I actually started working at Nutrition Corner. I worked there for like two and a half years. The Shore Point Nutrition Corner? Yep. I was there for a good while. It's funny. I feel like I never saw you there. What year did you start working there? Um, I was there between 2017 and 2019. Because huh. I remember when they opened, I went to like their opening day when they had Ronnie Coleman, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And that had to be, like, 2016, 2017? That was probably 2016. Yeah. 2016. It, was, it was 2016. Yeah, yeah, 2016. yeah. So I went then, and then um, I went here or there, like, whenever I was, like, maybe close by, because uh, that was, like, as I was getting more and more into, like, bodybuilding, and it's, like, the one place that actually has out-of-the-box online brands and things yeah. like that. Um, But I didn't go maybe a shit ton to where I would see you, but anyway, I thought it was interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, the people that come, like, every other day, which for some reason, I'm like, you don't remember you don't make a list to like, like yeah. oh, come on. I'm actually out of this let me go back tomorrow but, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it's fine but I will the one thing I'll say about Nutrition Corner is like it wasn't like a GNC type thing where it's just like you know do your best mm-hmm. like we are required to know about what's up supplements yeah. and I don't have to know exactly what's in every particular product but I do need to know the bare bones like what separate what pre's from this you know mm-hmm. isolates from mass gain of proteins things like that yeah. like, so someone can come in and actually you know get educated get some knowledge yeah and, you know, from there, I still didn't know what I really wanted to do. I moved to Arlington after that, finally landed one of the jobs I wanted. Still staying in good shape. And it was funny because, you know, a lot of um, a lot of people I knew, they were staying in good shape, but they were doing the thing I used to do where it's like you go to the gym after work, you still eat whatever, so you're just basically staying complacent. And I was like, I didn't want any of that. So I was actually the guy that would, like, go to the gym, like, at 6 p.m., get home at 9, wake up, and like, yo, I got to go to work already. Like, yeah. I'll be the guy that, like, my boss used to make fun of me because he was like, why do you have four meals for a 30-minute lunch break? I'm like, oh, because you have no idea. I'm going to eat these all day. (laughs) I'm going to be eating these all day. There's more than just this one lunch break. And she used to be like, how are you hungry? And I'm like, that's the fun part. I'm not. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not hungry. But this is what I have to do. And um, COVID hit. That was a thing for everybody. And um, it was one of those things where we were just asking, like, you know, what's up with our jobs? Because uh, me and a good handful of people on my team got um, furloughed. And after, like, six months, they finally uh, cut anybody that was, a, like, a year um, or less. Yeah. And my one year was, like, a week away. So, you know. They dicked you like that, dude? If if you're by Damn. the book like they are, it was like, yeah. And she even tried. And they were just like, nah. So, came back home. And it was just weird, man. It was just, it's just weird. I would never think at that age not having a job and also – there's so many other people yeah. without jobs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people joke about it all the time, but the gym really is a de-stressor for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And I, w- I came home and I saw so many of my friends that were, like, depressed because they couldn't let out, you know, the things at the gym. Like, yeah. And it's like, you can't take that away from us. You don't realize what some things add to your life until they're gone. Like, you know, just for us, you know, we've been expanding more into endurance stuff, yeah. right? And you get used to it weeks after week. And maybe sometimes you, you think, oh, I'm kind of dreading this ride, this run, mm-hmm. this workout, whatever. And then when you literally can't do it because of injury, uh, blood clot, whatever, yeah. now you're like, fuck, dude, I miss it. Dude, like, yeah, I, I just I I want the wish chance. not anything but doing that, yeah. you know? I just and want the chance to do it. I couldn't agree <laughs> with you more during that COVID time. I, obviously, we all felt it with no yeah. gym shutting down and finding garages that you could work out in. But for the sake of everybody just wanting to, like, 
be sane and move their body. That was my busiest time and like my most money made personal training during that time. I literally, I was working at Gold's Gym. You they were hustling, driving all around. Yeah, I was going to everybody's backyards. I bought a shit ton of Walmart stuff and I was just crushing like sun up to sun down. And uh, that was crazy times, man, because everybody was looking for ways to get their body moving and just staying like, you know, sane and in shape, obviously, because everybody's like worried. Back then, it was like a lot more serious about COVID. They were like, oh, we fuck, this shit could wipe you yeah. out. And that was, um, that was when people were still making jokes too. Yeah, they had yeah. no idea, and it was like, "Oh, not funny now." Yeah, like, I know. And one thing that I kind of forget because I feel like for both of us, we had already kind of transitioned to more freelance stuff. And fortunately, most of my like all my work basically is like online stuff. And if anything, because everything kind of switched online, a lot of the real estate agents I work with, things like <laughs> that, you know, business was actually doing probably even better because everything was online. But point yeah. is, I kind of forget. And haven't had as much experience talking to people that have lost their job and had time. Not that I had, a, you know, fun in the sun during like the pandemic and everything went perfect for me. Um, we all, you know, struggle in different ways with certain things. But, uh, you know, you forget that there are they're not just statistics you see on the screen or on Twitter, this or that. But like actual people have a lost family members, B lost her job, gone through depression, a lot of these things, and uh, you know they're not always just fixed. You know, a year later too. Yeah, it was an awakening for sure. It was because yeah. um, I remember on our team we had two new people that had just started and they had left their jobs to come there. And what they did is anybody that was still in training because you got to be in training for three months. Anybody yeah. that was in training immediately cut. So I yeah. was just like, wow! Like it's one of those things. Like yeah, I remember somebody always has it worse than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I came back, and first thing I remember when gyms finally did slowly start to open up, I was like, do I really need to get in shape that much? Because this was hurting. Like, mm, <laughs> yeah. was like, it was like one of those things where you fall off the wagon, get back on, everything hurts. And oh, dude, like, yeah. I was like, I don't need to be in shape. <laughs> I was mm. like, like, I don't need this. Uh, but a couple months later, like, things are starting to get normal. Gyms are past that moment where they're, like, sign-in cheap for, like, 30 mm -hmm. minutes. Yep. Yeah. Things like that. And then you start to see, which one thing I'll say, like, like local-owned, small-owned businesses finally started to, like, mm -hmm. show up. Yeah. And people are, like, trying their things and whether it's, like, restaurants. Because you'll notice, like, a lot of <coughs> local-owned business got shut down. Yeah. But the thing of it is, a lot of us didn't even know those local-owned businesses existed. Yeah. Because they weren't, like people weren't really like specializing on them. It's just like, oh, hey, they're over there. And then you're like, what? They live beside me? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that's the only silver lining in uh, COVID is that we pay attention now to helping our neighbor's business. I agree with instead that. Instead of helping the yeah. multi-million billion conglomerate. Corporations, like yeah. That. So, um, so I imagine you didn't go back to that, that job after, right? No. No. no so what did you end up doing after that? So I ended up finding another that? job here. Mm -hmm. Um find another job here still trying to figure out what I wanted to do because I knew after COVID um, to me personally I felt like any job like that you're nothing more than a number One yeah. safe, so yeah. I was always going to get another job I was also trying to figure out what I wanted to do what I wanted to see myself doing so uh, one of my best friends from high school um, TJ he's uh, actually my partner now in Covenant um, he came home and because he was in LA he got uh, LA for his uh, past job and Literally, when he moved there, it was right when lockdown happened. And they sent him back. So into you him? can't. I, I mean, it was his own personal okay. decision because you can't. Um, you can't make any friends. You can't find out anybody, but because you're locked down. So it's like one of those things. I work remote. Come home, and we would work out here and there. <coughs> and one day he was like, "So he was just talking about supplements." Very, 
because he doesn't take pre-workout that often. Yeah. And he was like, didn't you used to work at a nutrition store? I was like, yeah, nutrition corner for a good while. And he's like, you know, so say, for instance, hypothetically, you wanted to make something like this. Could you? I was like, yeah. And I was like, actually, it's one of those things where I'm trying to figure out, do I want to? Because I was like, it, t- it costs a lot. It takes a lot of time. And I was like, I just don't think I have the means to do it by myself. But I was like, that's my own confidence thing. He was like, then why do it by yourself? Yeah. He was like, let's do it. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, let's do it. Not gonna lie, ghosted him for like three weeks because <laughs> I, was, I was scared Dude. of shit. I was scared of shit. I was like, if I tell him yes, uh, we are we are jumping off the cliff here. Yeah. And I mean, he's been my boy since like, you know, the seventh grade. So he knew that was me being like, oh shit, I don't know. And then he called me one day. He was like, all right, I'll let you go for like three weeks. Are we doing this or not? And I was like, held my breath. And I was like, yep. I was, Good, I, dude. I was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to ghost you again. And he was like, wait, why? <laughs> he was yeah. like, no, he just agreed. I was like, I, I need like a month of just solitude. I was like, you know, obviously our first box is going to be a pre-workout. I need to sit down. I need to get it together. I need to figure out some things. Yeah. So after that, I came back to him with, you know, the first version. Um, we got with one of our manufacturers. I did not like it at all. <laughs> like I did, mm-hmm. I did not like it one bit. I think we went through. Uh, it was four test runs until yeah. we found uh, Initium, and I think the final thing was the uh, nootropic. That's that was the, that was the thing where I was like this is it. Mm-hmm. And we tested with about uh, forty people all yeah. throughout Richmond, a couple um, in Northern Virginia, and that's when I was like, this is where we have something. And uh, a lot of times we'll get like, <coughs> where'd you get the name from? Yeah, it's about to ask. Yeah, that, I, like, see, I saw it was it's one of those things, though. You like, you, when you when you pick a name like that, you kind of already There's have in your mind. You have like a defense or thing it. in your mind. Yeah. it's kind of like when we first, Maddie and I, for short term, we kind of merged our online coaching uh, businesses for reference, and we uh, put it together. It was called Arovol, E R O V O L, and so we were trying to think of a creative name, and arrow meant iron as like a root word or whatever, and then vol meant uh will so it's like iron will we're trying to think of something creative and sometimes too creative is and then we, we've talked about this with yeah. uh, the next product sometimes thinking too out of the box or too creative almost causes too much confusion and too many questions and then you already feel like before you even tell someone the name you have a defense ready and uh it's tricky with that because there is a lot of pro to and i'll let you answer the question because i know i asked you like what it meant but uh Anyway, point is, it can be tricky with names. Sure. Oh, no, I, I feel you 100% on that. Um, <laughs> if you guys are familiar with Chris Waldron. And yeah, Spider, yeah. He actually uh, taught me that, too, when we were thinking of names for our next products coming up. He was like, just remember, don't go too creative mm-hmm. to where you come off as cheesy or pretentious. Mm-hmm. And, and we were like, wait, but yeah. He was like. I mean, he's the, got devastation of the union. I think it's like. Yeah, we yeah. Have yeah. And it's like when you read it on the back, it's like it makes sense. And. And he was like, we've come up with some names before. And then me and TJ were thinking, we were like, yeah, let's take out half these names on this sheet. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, if I have, and like yeah. you said, if I have to already have a defense ready mm-hmm. for this name, maybe I shouldn't go with it. We had the same problem, like, back in 2016 when we first made our big order as well. And we, we would, like, it took probably at least six months to, like, figure out names for three products because mm-hmm. every day we'd try and just like s- send each other texts of like all right here's six names right here that we heard <clears throat> and song lyrics or something that just like hit us or felt like you know you were just you read it in a book or read it off something you were like damn i felt yeah. that but usually when you'd like actually put it and you thought about putting it on a label you're like oh that doesn't fit at all yeah like wait, mm. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so uh coming to athletics uh funny story uh me and tj were actually at um golds at Willon. 
and we were getting ready to work out, and we were actually both on the toilet. <laughs> like, yeah. we were both on the toilet. Stall to stall. And he was like, so what are we going to do about name? And I was like, oh, I got some ideas. He was like, you got your bag? I was like, yeah, it's right here. We doing this right here now? Right now, though? Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was like, yeah, I've got some ideas, too. I was like... That's All really right, shooting well, the shit. Yeah, Legit. Yeah. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was naming a few, and um, we hadn't even got to athletics um, yet. I was just saying, like, certain words, and then I got to cover it, and he was like, well, that rolls off the tongue well. He's like, why'd you choose that? And I was like, well, because if you look up what the actual definition of covenant is, it's a promise of importance to yourself. And it can have uh, spiritual meaning or mm-hmm. religious meaning, whatnot. And what's something people promise themselves every year? You know, better health. Whether yeah. you stick mm-hmm. to it or not your resolution is a promise. And sometimes people take it very seriously and you see where people have come in 365 days and then some people do it you know, for a little amount of time. Mm-hmm. So we had stuck on covenant and we could not figure out the last name. We didn't want to go with something like, you know, labs or- And you didn't like want to that. do just covenant, too vague, right? Yeah, because it, yeah. then people would be like, what's going well, on? That's that, and then yeah. if you use something like, you know, labs or something like that, or you pigeonhole yourself just in the pre-workout. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cringy with the labs. Yeah. Stuff. Well, and that's what I was going to say was um, athletics is interesting, right? Because you didn't choose Covington, or I was going to say Covington. Covenant. I was like, damn, Shit, the, the, I, got his own brand. I the, the branding. Yeah. Well, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. I've got uh, my brand. <laughs> nice. uh, but you didn't pick Covenant Nutrition or Lab, like you said. Or supplements. You, or supplements. Yeah. You did athletics, which definitely allows you to kind of expand things later. Just like, you know, Ghost came out. And obviously, they have like a whole like a lifestyle kind of thing too, so they aren't kind of boxed into one thing. I think that's a good yeah good term. Because um, the reason why in athletics was uh, more so TJ, which um, you know I like to tell people, Covenant was me, athletics was him, because like you said, we can go all across the board. Like mm-hmm. just because first product is pre workout, they're not all going to be no. for the gym. Like mm-hmm. we want to eventually in the next couple of years, you know, break into like multivitamins, joint formula, mm-hmm. especially with these knees. I need it, <laughs> but yeah. It, we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves, and the way we saw it is we wanted a product that everybody in the household will be able to get something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can get pre-workout, you can get a multivitamin, you can get a greens. Every person, including your grandparents, will be able to get at mm-hmm. least one or two products from Covenant Athletics, you know, by year four or five. And that's yeah. what we mm-hmm. wanted. So that's where the athletics came from. So, yep, toilet talk, shooting shit, legit, and that's where it came from. <laughs> I'm more interested in the name of Initium. Initium. So initium is uh, mostly TJ, but it um, it's Latin and it um, comes from like start of something great. Okay. So covenant is a promise of importance to yourself, and initium stands for start of something great, gotcha. and that's where um, we get the phrase "fuel your beginning" comes gotcha, from. Yeah, uh, yeah, it comes from initium, and that was actually all TJ, <laughs> and that was one of the times where you know thinking outside the box worked mm-hmm. yeah like that that won't be a cheesy one uh but we did learn later on down the road that we can't take that route all the time because yeah. sometimes i was like what is this name that i just came up with yeah <laughs> well I'm, and and i'm sure sometimes um you probably get annoyed if people like mispronounce it it happens a lot and it's you like you let it go I, but it's like i, I also have to think about how i say it too because <laughs> i don't want somebody to say like Anidium or something like that. I'd be like, "Oh, that's wrong." Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like, want to correct them, but yeah. Like, I normally go with, "All right, that's number thirty-six," and they're like, "What's wrong? what's that?" I'd be like, oh, wait, people say initium wrong. Like, just yeah, like, like something yeah. like you know, docile. Yeah. So they yeah. won't be like, "Oh, this guy's like a, a dick." Yeah. Like this yeah. guy, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But no, it's funny. I actually get more impressed with the person that says it right the first time. They're like, "Dude, initium's great." I'm like, "What'd you call it?" 
Well, it's interesting like because because yeah. the way it's spelled, you wouldn't guess it. You yeah. know, it comes off like that. But and then some yeah. people, I guess, they just try to say it so wrong that they say it right. You know, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, well, you did it. Like there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of like you know, you coming out with products years from now, you sort of have like a at least a vision of where the brand's gonna go. Do you all have like a target audience or an audience that you are trying to like uh, make y'all's own and like a target of some point, or are y'all just trying to go for a broad? lifestyle of grandma young old middle-aged and stuff like that so the target for the most part is going to be like the person like like that's our age or a little bit younger that's trying to like get in mm-hmm. to health and the reason for that is um initium is not a stem bomb yeah it's not a cracked out pre-workout so to speak you know that could be later on down the road we make another version sure. there's plenty of companies that have you know their basic bare bones one and then they have like you know the atomic bomb later they got the whole oh yeah um, and the reason I want that is because the nootropic in it, I want the people that are afraid of pre-workout to give it a try and be like, oh, this is something I can take. This is a pre that you can take when you're doing like cardio, if you're going on a run or you're doing Orange Theory. Like for instance, one of our athletes, um, Oliver Smith, Orange Theory, Orange Theory instructor, mm-hmm. he's given it to a few of his clients. They're like, oh, we can take this. And then you can like slowly, gradually have your way into what else we have on the line, you know, years from now. And it's basically for the person that's trying to get into it or that's already knowledgeable. And then yeah. when it comes to like um like multivitamins and things like that, that's just for, you know, the older the older group that needs it. We all need both multivitamins, but it's very hard to get someone that's elderly into a brand anyway. For sure. And because they're not gonna be taking these powders. They're not gonna take anything as powder, first no. of all. Um, so you just wanna have something that they can take. So right now I'd say our audience is basically us okay for right now with what we have what we have yeah but the next couple um products that will be coming out this year i will say it is targeted to uh, a more broad audience yeah, yeah i was about Not to ask so i know you sneak peeked it and i'm not asking for spoilers um but i saw the obviously the pre-work it came out how many months ago the pre our first day selling was the last day of july so july 30th something like no, six maybe six months yeah. give or take. but anyway um Okay, and then do you have like an ideal release date, or at least maybe when you're announcing this next product? Uh, yes, it should be within the first few days of March. Okay, nice. Okay, first so few coming right up. Um, coming I right will up. say that it was supposed to be now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we also know supply Things chain right happen. now is a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just at this point, um, and also I'm pretty sure you know this, you know better than me. Um, now you're looking, looking towards that email that's going to tell you it's backed up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, we need like a couple more weeks. I've yeah, been kicked in the right. dick so much the past year that like I just I just I <laughs> just dick assume, goes in actually. But it actually goes in, yeah, out. inverted. And I just assume when I go to put that deposit down for a product, I'm not gonna see it for a good eighteen eighteen weeks, yeah. sixteen, eighteen weeks yeah. probably. Whatever they say, um, because it's good to have uh, TJ in supply chain. Yeah. That's, that's what his uh, career is in supply chain. He's like, whatever they say, if they're telling you 16 weeks, at least in your head, put 21. Yeah. He's like, at this point in time, the way our world is, put at least four to five weeks on anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And then Initium ended up being like two months behind. Mm-hmm. Like July was not supposed to be when we were supposed to launch. Like before everything really got to where it was supposed to be, we were supposed to drop like April mm-hmm. at the latest. And like, I'm over here freaking out and <laughs> TJ's just laying back like, ah, that was the breaks. So I'm yeah. like, wait, what? Like, why are you so calm about this? So I get it. That's a lot of money. Just when you mm-hmm. put a deposit down for a product, any product that is, you know, mm-hmm. you're putting 50% down minimum. 
just to get the order queued. So that's just you're sitting on money in the air with nothing to yeah. show for. Yeah, well, it's for tough, months. especially yeah, with retail. I mean, I even felt a little bit of that when we ordered the Arsenal machines because we paid for that in May, supposed to get them, which was already like a long time frame in August or yeah. something like that, September. And then, you know, three weeks in a row, I had to call the guy once a week, be like, hey, updated date, updated date. Eventually, he was like, hey, at a meeting, whatever, it's going to be like mid-December. And we I'm don't like, know what shit is. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? you know? Ah, Brock, so, yeah. we're waiting for this call. To be very honest, yeah. man, we're about to kick you in the yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, we don't know but I was is. like, mid-December. But, uh, you know, and then when it comes in, or the product comes in, you know, then you're excited. Yeah, you kind of forget about all the stress. Do. But um, I take back all tough. the shit talk I did for yeah. the past seven months <laughs> about you. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's really exciting. So, the, so this next product's not a pre-workout? Do you have plans to come out with a second uh, flavor of an issue, or yes, just way um, down, so down the road? Say, basically, I'll say whatever's on that photo. There are there will be two products that are coming out this year. One very soon. Next one, we hope if everything goes well, um, beginning of the summer, and then we would like to come out with the second flavor of an issue this year. So then, kind of come back. The flavor's around. already okay. been like a, like we've already decided on the flavor. Yeah. Or just waiting to pull the trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted everybody to get, you know, accustomed to these other two products and to say, hey, we have three on the board first <laughs> and then come out with the second flavor. Um, the good thing about it is people really love the flavor that we have. Um, yeah. You know, I hate taking a product that I like, but I like cringe when I have to like taste the flavor. So that was another <laughs> big thing. So I know um, Tropic Wind will hold its own for a little while, but still, you got you to gotta keep the people what they want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Flavor two. Hopefully this year we'll we'll be out. It could it could possibly fall, but she will hit mm-hmm. the streets. <laughs> nice man, yeah. I I definitely feel the the if you lack sort of like variety with you know variants of your your product, whether it's one flavor or something. We've been in situations where we've had that. And it's like, damn, it can you you can feel like things are running dry because you know people are like, oh, when's the new flavor? You got any mm-hmm. new flavors coming out? It's like, all right, I've been using this Takes flavor time, for six bitch. months straight <laughs> now, you know. But uh, it's definitely a good feeling when you're making mo- movement like that. You'll yeah. be able to be like, all right, well, here soon we have already a second flavor nailed down. You know. And I so. think it's a smart plan of action. That's something I think Jim Blow's trying to work towards is just building the product line. Because yep. one flavor is frustrating at times. You feel like, you know, like you said, like the customers might be getting a little bored with the flavor. And it's definitely great if they can bounce back and forth, like with Overcome, yeah. with Orange, and then Lemonade. But it is great to build delicious, like a. M- by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it is <laughs> great. I know, Dave. It blows my mind still. It's just not not count. First, first time I tasted it, I was like, son of a bitch. Shit, shit. White flag. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's great to build out the product line though for a variety. But then people really can buy. It, you can be a one stop shop for everybody. You know. Yeah. Is you know people can grab the pre, the amino, eventually maybe the protein, things like that, all while they're there. They don't have to fish out to other brands, so it can save them a little bit of time, money, and they can actually kind of really buy into the brand overall and be like, yeah, I, you know, I buy from Gym Floor, I buy from Covenant, or yeah. I buy from whatever. Yeah, yeah. it helps. And, uh, you know, like you were sort of mentioning, like if, if you can make it a, a easy grab-and-go thing, if they're coming for pre-workout, they can go and get you know other products or even you know Protein, so, something of some sorts having that spread out uh, inventory, you know, not spreading yourself too thin is one big thing you can watch out for too. Uh, definitely helps, you know, keeps the people engaged and wanting to come back and try something new. And uh, for me, I get a lot of uh, advice from Chris. I mean, he's been yeah, doing this no, for oh, he's you know, over it. eight years. Yeah. And one of the things he said, which I kind of already knew, but he kind of just like put the nail in, like, you know, if you're going to actually put your heart and soul in, into this, I'll let you know right now, this is a slow bleed. 
He was like, it's going to be a long time before you see, like, you know, anything for you personally. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, you know, everything that we get goes back into the companies, get better and better. And, like, with any business, people look at the business bank account and they see it like, oh, we have money. It's like, oh, no, you don't. Like, yeah. like no. you you don't. Like, this money is going to get reinvested. You still might, throw, like, throw some in there. Yeah. And that's where I see so many people fail. They just, like, take this out. And I was like, oh, I can do without this $500 real quick. Take and that out? Like, no. Or they don't <laughs> even keep personal money like emergency money if your business needs it like if there's a, a cut or a hole in the ship you can plug it real quick with the extra couple hundred bucks just to make sure it's gonna keep moving forward you know not that it needs that every month or it yeah. shouldn't you know hopefully you figure out what's going on plug it and it's sealed for good but a lot of people are blowing the their personal seal. money yeah <laughs> a lot of people are blowing you know buying shit that they don't need or you know people that are want to create their own brand of any sorts uh -huh. whether it's supplements or not buying shit that they personally don't need and then when it comes time like oh i need to reorder shirts or oh i need to reorder product or whatever this they don't have like any funds because they've been taking money from the business mm. first off and then blowing their own personal money to where they're like oh shit i guess i gotta shut the site down or whatever the case may be mm. and it's it can it can happen quick quicker yeah. than you think it can landslide but and speaking of the fact of like money in the bank account i mean looking at that that it's almost like, oh, that's already accounted for. Like, that's mm -hmm. that's going to the next product. Like, we have actually negative money if you look at it, you know, or we still need to make some sales type deal to keep, you know, things moving. So it can be a a, a difficult balance at some points, but uh, it's a wild ride. Do you have a specific? Did you have something good to say? Oh no, no, Not no! I'm, I'm bad, just talking to hear my own voice at this um, point. <laughs> <laughs> is there any specific um, <clears throat> screw up? drawback interesting story that you kind of you look back on and you're like kind of fucked up there but it's a lesson learned or anything like that or almost mistake doesn't have to be a full-on hmm, let me get a good one because uh screw-ups is uh, I'm sure there's what plenty I do best. yeah <laughs> oh dude yeah. is what i do best um well i think one thing i've learned is how i can write the book on patience now because mm -hmm. like between things coming out and all that like yeah um i think some screw-ups i've done before is like I'll announce something too early. Mm -hmm. um, like I do um, believe that I dropped the ball a little bit on announcing Initium as early as I did because even though they said there were going to be no more um, like hiccups, there was one more that pushed us back another month, and it was getting to the point where people were like, you know, they were getting dry. Like yeah, the hype, mm -hmm. the hype hit, the peak hit, yeah. and yeah. then it's like already started fading away. And then it was like yeah. three weeks before we were going to get it, and like. It was to the point that they were going to deliver it to us. And I was like, hell no. What day is it ready? I'm coming to pick it up myself. Mm -hmm. Like, like I We needed, did that for one order, like, order too. I needed mm -hmm. to get it. Yeah. And so that's one mistake I think I did. Um, another one I think I did was time management-wise. Like, at first I was doing, you know, my job, demos, and then, like, everything with social media and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, a fall off to where for about a good month and a half there weren't really any demos. And I'm starting to get back into them now, trying to do one or two a week. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. It's like, you are a small local-owned business. Yeah. You need to get your face out there. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, falling off with that. And I did notice that there was a correlating de uh, decrease in sales when the demos weren't happening. For sure. Because the sales were going on. People were either trying it. We have a good success rate on people that try a sample, that they get it. That can't happen if I'm not giving out samples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those things like, you know, get your face back out there. Like you can't hold, you, you don't have legs to stand on yet. So yeah. you keep going out there. So. I agree with that. You know, we did a ton of demos when we started off. And fortunately, but unfortunately that I've gotten so, not tra not trapped, trapped isn't the word, 
stuck in here until like five or six in the afternoon. I got him. I, no, not even him, <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, with training clients and whatnot yeah. to just, you know, for my own income uh, that like, you know, demos have definitely fallen off for me. So fortunately I have a, a team that's close that I'm able to sort of get them to go out and handle a demo every now and then. So that actually, you know, helps draw up some And attention. that's one thing I want to touch on is, so do you work, do you work at like a full-time job or a separate job and then you do Covenant as well? So at first, when I first started Covenant, um, I used to work in security sales. Okay. Um, and then I left them because uh, I used to actually be a bouncer um, for a few bars at night just for, you know, extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I work full time as a uh, bartender there so I can work at night and focus on covenant during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I would hope to leave there very soon, actually, because, man, I mean, we, we train every single day. almost. Mm-hmm. Our sleep schedule is our most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, it was kind of those, one of those things where people say bartending and trying to live this lifestyle do not go hand in hand. Man, it's tough. Mm-hmm. The like getting home at five and trying to force myself to wake up at eight or nine and go to the gym. Even if I get there, my body's like, yeah, you're yeah. not going to have this workout. So I'm hoping by March to be done with them. I've not, I've gotten used to it now. So now I couldn't handle a full time job again during the mm-hmm. day and balance covenant. Like I've learned how to do it. Yeah. yeah. So for now, yeah, we are working the nightlife, but we're about to get out. Yeah. Of there but what stuff. I'm getting at is all three of us, you know, we have our passion, you know, whatever yeah. company it is that we're putting our, our free time into. But then you also have to make your income. And yeah, I think yeah. a lot of times people just expect things like you say, they don't realize things are a slow bleed. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, well, uh, everyone's going to love this product or everyone's going to come to my gym or this yeah. or that. And they just kind of expect everyone to just buy in or things to just be an overnight success. And they, they don't realize you're never you're not going to make it you're not going to write yourself a paycheck for a long time and it's not you know even if even if you did at some point like you're still it's going to be a long time and you need to be able to work those jobs and it's going to suck and it's going to suck up all your free time you're not going to be able to get on with the buddies on xbox anymore you're not going to be able to go out yeah you're going to have to get up extra early to do a workout early so you can do a demo in the evening you know there's these sacrifices that i feel like people they think the risk ends with buying the LLC online or, yeah. or coming out with the first product, whatever it is. That's the easy shit. That's yeah. the easy shit. <laughs> coming out with the idea, having some fun, being excited about it, posting about it. That's the fun. That's the easy part. Yeah. It's like the risk is all the sacrifice that people don't see that you don't post about that you know really makes the difference and actually gets you from A to B to C and D and down the road. Yeah. I love doing an Instagram post because that's the only time I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I love demos. I actually do love demos. Yeah. Um, at Interact first, with demos people used to make me nervous. But now I love it because people come and be like, what is this? And, and then you're giving away something like for, you know, samples for free and whatever. So, like, people, they, they don't feel, like, pressured. You're just like, oh, just try it. You don't got to buy anything. You know, most, I mean, unless they want to, obviously. But, you know, that we, we is We just need what, your name and credit card. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. your social. But uh, it's, it's fun because <laughs> it's as you most of the time it's not pressured it's just like hey what's up what are you yeah. training hey try this out blah 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 you know so it's definitely fun getting out there seeing faces especially faces that have bought from you a bunch mm-hmm. of times before and they're like oh fuck you're out here blah, exactly blah, blah. especially like events like um yeah. like when miles was uh there for you guys for that um event at gold's uh, oh yeah like, the powerlifting uh-huh. event yeah yeah, yeah. That, i mean i wouldn't have been there if i wasn't doing a demo table 
Mm-hmm. So you see things like that. And the other weekend, they uh, had like a grand opening for like the boxing area that they have upstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about um, that. I wasn't able to come to that one because mm-hmm. I was out of town. But it's like something like that I wouldn't have been even invited to. And you see like some of these like athletes that you probably have seen in mm-hmm. the gym but never spoken to them. Yep. So this is a new outlet for me to meet some like incredible people. Yeah. For like sure. some of my athletes, man, they're, they are some incredible people. Yeah, dude, know? I was going to say we love Sam. Yeah, and I'm, dude, I'm glad you got Sam. Sam right is there. ridiculous. Like sometimes I like look at Sam because I've known Sam for like maybe a year and a half now. And I've never seen him angry. You know, what he reminds me of. You're right he about is, that. He is a gentle he, giant. Like, you know, he reminds me giant. of Griffin. So yeah, I'll say the same, the same yeah. thing I say to Griffin. I say Very to him, soft-spoken. I'm like, do you do you get mad? Is that a yeah? Is, is that a switch? Yeah. Do we have the ability to get you there? Like, I'm just, just like, never like seen... slap him real quick. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if you slap him, he'll be like, oh, that's the good one, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got you got me. me. Yeah. Like, do you n- rage just once? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, he is a ox. He, yes, he is. Uh, he is quite the individual. And man, speaking of him, like when we were getting started, because I used to train all the time at Arboretum, yeah, where he worked at, and it was like him and like uh, Bill that uh, used to be a GM there, and he would just always ask me for like help if I needed anything, and I was like, no, I'm good, or like you know, I might need help like carrying this, mm-hmm. and never wanted like anything in return ever. Yeah. Um. And even when we got ready to announce, I was just like, Sam, I'm so hyped, man. Like, we get to announce Covenant tomorrow on Instagram. Palms are sweaty, like, yeah. you know, straight Eminem style. And he's like, dude, is there anything, like, I can do? Like, just let me know. And I was yeah. just like, honestly, the only thing you can do for me is just, like, be part of the team. And it's like, he's, like, standing like, what? I was like, man, you've been, like, helping me for, like, past four months. I haven't asked for a single thing in return. When I try to give you something, you turn it down. Like, yeah. It's like, that's the least I can do. Yeah. And still now, he'll, like, text me, like, anything I can do today? He's like, you know, sorry, I'm not that available today. I'm like, I didn't even need anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, like, what's up? yeah I'm not I'm, like, I'm not overly close with him, but I've had, you know, plenty of interactions, obviously, with him here to know that he seems like a selfless guy. Yes, so it's good, solid to, dude. good to hear yeah, that. And, and he's a him. dude, he's he's a freaking strong as an ox. He just comes in here. And I feel like every especially when we're doing the party of the gems yeah. every month. He just shows up and he's like, "Fuck it, we're going for a PR." You know, it's like yeah. every other week, it's like, "Oh, we're gonna pull 700 again." You know, whatever it is. Like when he broke that watch. record, like the only one that was surprised he broke the record was him. And yeah. I'm like, "You do understand, like you're one of the Avengers, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you do understand this is this is easy. And he's like, "Man, I just can't believe I did it." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna hang up the phone because yeah. I'm, I'm I, like, uh, this is what it looks like to be mad." Like, like, <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. That dude's wild. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as you know, getting out in the community and whatnot. Are y'all planning on doing anything like uh, any events with anything outside of gems or like looking into other businesses to maybe partner with or? Yes. So, um, so first of all, um, every time, because this ties directly into it, every time you buy a tub of initium, uh, a portion of that goes to Boys and Girls Club and that's all year round. Yeah. Um, we're actually getting ready to deliver the check um, in the beginning of next month. That's awesome, man. Um, and that's going to be for all supplements going forward. So that's another reason why we're just so adamant on getting yeah. new products out because, you know, somebody buys one product, a portion of that goes. But if you buy three products, mm-hmm. a portion of all three of them goes to Boys and Girls yeah. Club. And that was one of those, like, non-negotiables between me and TJ. It's like, no matter what. And that's why we also are so, like, you know, mindful about what we have in the bank account just because mm-hmm. – that's At the end of the day, cutting out of your margin. We have this Boys and Girls Clubs check, and that's always going to be there. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's coming out of our pocket or coming out of our company, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, and um, I definitely want to start like doing things outside of gyms and 
Uh, first, I want to start with like local owned like restaurants, but not just restaurants like meal prep services. Yeah. In Richmond, there's been a lot of local owned meal prep services that have been coming up. Yep. And my uh, wish is to do something where we can have like one month, like we'll use, for example, like October's Breast Cancer Awareness. Yeah. And I would like to collab with like a meal prep service, for instance, be like, hey, like in the month of October, if you buy from this local owned meal prep service, 5% of, uh, you know, the total goes to um, breast cancer research, as well as if you buy anything from Covenant Athletics this month, 5% goes to yeah. breast cancer research. Things in that way, more eyes are on them. Sure. Uh, as well as us and we definitely want to take to the community in a big way yeah and that was one of the things i was just thinking of because along with like health a lot of restaurants a lot of mom and pops yeah have been uh going up there and as well as like northern virginia as well because i'd say about 90 percent of my friends are up there um i lived up there for a while and there's a lot of businesses up there that i would like to break into so yeah dude um definitely and as far as that is concerned if there's any way like you know we can work together with a nonprofit or an organization let me know man we're always yeah. we're always trying to do that usually when we've done events here at the yeah gym, every part in the gym every event we've tried to donate or give yeah. back to somewhere in the community whether yeah. it's say a local charity or just something bigger than that but most of the time we try and you know, find and I guess you know we're getting home. around that time. We haven't done a party in the gym in a while. Yeah, and so somebody was just fucking talking. Yeah. I forgot who it was, and I was like, "Damn, man, I almost forgot." It's been like we said we were going to do them quarterly, and the next thing you know, you just get busy, and it's like, "Well, Damn, the, like the, the kind of be March." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the kind of quarter one was like our one year, yeah, yeah, and I then so. but we 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 should have done one, I guess, around like this month. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's tough with events because you know you don't want to like. The reason we stopped doing a monthly be be was because we felt like some people were kind of seeing them as a little bit like repetitive. And sometimes repetitive is fine because, yeah. I, I, you know, some people look forward to them every month. And that was the whole original like idea. Yeah. Um, but it almost seems not to be like a Debbie Downer, but the more we try to do too much with it or expand it, it's almost like the less feedback. Um, or or interest or engagement we got. Yeah. So for example, like the last one we did over the summer, we tried to involve like a ticket system where you know you could show up for free, but if you bought an RSVP ticket, it was like twenty bucks, mm -hmm. I believe. You get for twenty bucks, you get a shirt, like a free meal, clean eats. You'd get a sample pack from Gym Flow. You get like uh, a ten dollar voucher to uh, what you call it, Hangry Joe's across the way. Yep. And okay. so it's like all these things for uh, twenty or thirty bucks, yep. whatever it was, easily get your money back just in like the shirts and meals, whatever. And, uh, you know, we sold a decent number of tickets or whatever, but at the same time, I felt like the overall, like there was too much confusion with exactly. buying the ticket. Do I have to have a ticket to show up? And then also, I don't know, trying to plan things too on a weekend. Sometimes people got plans, whatever. Mm -hmm. It can just get tricky, you know? Yeah. And, um, so sometimes it, it, it can be like a little discouraging on our end. Um, personally, it shouldn't, it shouldn't and won't. Stop no. us from like doing more events, but uh, yeah. Side note of a little bit of yeah, things we ran stuff into, like that's always fun. But no, but we definitely want to do that again and, and definitely partner with the charity. Yeah, if there's but, one uh, with Jared, our last athlete Nelly, she actually has her own nonprofit called One Day RVA. She actually did a lot. Uh, What's that about? So it just depends on the times. She, uh, her organization just does a lot for less fortunate. Right? For Christmas, <coughs> excuse me. For Christmas, they did like a toy drive at multiple mm -hmm. locations throughout the city. Yeah. Nice. Um, and they also um, did dinners for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, they donate a lot of canned food, and they spent like you know, the whole night like cooking like hot meals and things like that. So it just depends on what the need is at that time, mm -hmm. and then 
she just reaches out to people that you know have the ability to help and it's a good way to have a bunch of local businesses mm -hmm. come together and help like i think for christmas it was like six local businesses that came together and helped the rest fortune that's dope so. to hear because you know with all the shit and like everybody's problems and shit mm -hmm. like that, that that's cool to, to hear people are like that out there. there's people out there like that real that, people doing you know, real things that matter yeah. and oh, that yeah. aren't I mean, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't have the pleasure of knowing her, but like, you know, that probably aren't worried about the return on it, or aren't worried mm -hmm. about the social clout. Of Wait, it. they're gonna get from that's, it. Because that's that's what a lot of days now is the social clout, mm -hmm. like the hype, the blah blah blah. And it's just yeah. What's like? How are you? First off, following what's your passion about, and then what's the impact of it? You know, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot of look at me. Yeah. Which there's always, you know, it's not one way is right, but uh, you know, it's just it's good to hear those things out there like that. I had a question though, circling back to product. Um, because I would like to know, like, because we have our direction, I guess, with over the years we've evolved the past six, seven years we've been doing this. And uh, I wouldn't say probably the last three years we've been taking it more seriously than like the first couple that were definitely a side hobby. Like, oh, it's just fun, you know, making pre-workout for our friends and shit like that. But, uh, you know, focusing on whether you're going to target direct consumer only or are you going to try and branch and do online and wholesale like retail finding more retail partners you're going to try and attempt to like yes. connect with retail so we're we definitely <coughs> would like to right now we're in um 16 i think 16 stores in virginia yeah. right now uh we broke into north carolina a couple months ago and same thing with the demos uh transitioning to new new work and things like that yeah. i kind of like took a back seat on it a little bit but as of recently, we've been uh, getting higher on that again. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of stores that have been reaching out to us, asking for samples or saying they would like to because uh, they're phasing out one product that's not selling very well and they'd like to bring us in afterwards. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this spring, uh, you'll be noticing we'll be in a lot more stores yeah. as well as um, we've been talking things like Amazon and, and things like that. So, yeah, we would like to do both. For sure. Um, the only thing you know, like obviously you won't see us in like a GNC and vitamin shop or something like that because yeah. you know how those those work. They can, yeah. But yeah, we'd like to definitely hit both aspects. Are as, as are well. you and your partner calling these retail stores, or are they mostly reaching out to y'all? Um, I'd say it's about seventy us calling, yeah. and then thirty they'll reach out to For us. Sure. Um, a lot will be through um, Instagram mm -hmm. DMs, which we'll give them the email, and then we'll yeah. have a more professional conversation. But it is the fact. Um, that I do like that people are starting to see us, which is why we post so much. Uh, we actually want to start posting more. Yeah. Um, but at first, you know, no one was emailing us. And now, look, you know, at least once a week, I'll have like uh, a few emails from somebody <coughs> that said they found us through Instagram or something yeah. like that. So it is a good feeling to know that we are starting to be found. By Hell yeah. No, it's it, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's slow, steady, <coughs> chipping away. Exactly. S slow bleed. We haven't even uh, hit one year. Um, as far as like selling product, we haven't hit one year, and yeah. I already feel like the momentum is good as long as we stick to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, we became an actual business on December twentieth of uh, twenty twenty. So technically, we're over a year but as a business. Right, but so I guess the, selling the product, real making them July, making <laughs> like, the, uh, the income. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so thought we'd wrap up this week. Uh, we haven't touched these. In, it's been a minute. God. I don't think it's been a year, but it's been a while. Yeah. But uh, answer the internet questions. Uh, it's a barstool game, card game. Um, anyway, they're basically kind of simple questions. We just give our response or answer in the 
They're pretty interesting. Let me give people a heads up because it's been a minute. We might have some yeah, new people. Yeah, yeah. These are questions as usually. fucked up as you are. That's what's yeah. stated on the card. <laughs> yeah. So don't flip it over just yet. We want to be surprised yeah. um, when you go to read it. But they can be quite raunchy and quite shocking. So if you uh, <laughs> if you get a little butt hurt or whatever, yeah. turn it off. Yeah. So yeah. Might, it <laughs> might hurt your ears. Or spoil alert, yeah. click out, click yeah. out, or click <laughs> out. Yeah, but uh, I'll kick it off. We can get rolling. So since poll the internet, would you rather be filthy rich in 1900 or poor now? Hold on, filthy rich in the 1900, and like I guess 1900 yeah. or poor now. Filthy rich in 1900, dude. I'd probably be filthy rich in 1900. Although if there was like a meet in the middle, well, yeah. If I could, if, <laughs> well, and here's what I mean: if I could be like 1950s, 1960s. Uh, like uh, what do you call it? middle class or like slightly above middle class? Because there's at least technology at that point. Yeah, yeah. there's more technology. No. I don't gotta ride a horse, you know, or any yeah. of that shit. Um, and there's just something about those old time because Maddie and I just started this new show on Apple TV. It's got a uh, James Franco, but he's not doing a co- comedic role. Okay, it's like a, for the Stephen King book. Basically, the premise is they're going back to like 1960s. Got to go for a few years, try and stop the assassination of JFK. I'll save you the plot, but basically. They do a good job of transforming the scene, everything like that. And I've always thought, of course, the old times have their own kind of prejudices and crazy issues and wars and all yeah. that. But as far as a, a, a cultural phenomena of like those time periods, I always thought it was interesting. You know, the '50s cars and the '60s and the, yeah. you know, how they dress, and it just seems it's like a, a different time. You know, your neighbors, you get the milkman coming. What's that fucking movie uh, with? Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought uh, you were talking about Back to the Future. For a no, while, but. but it's like that, uh, The Great Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. Like that time. Yeah, like so that's close. Yeah. very like, yeah. just like blown out of proportion. That's close to the that's 1900, the yeah. Because when sure. you said 1900s, I was like, oh, if you're going to be Bose. filthy rich, you're going to actually be filthy Bose rich. Bows and arrows you ain't taking type no shit. showers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you'll be actually dirty. Yeah. Like it's fucking like your head chopped off at 28. Never know. Yeah. Like, you, know, you yeah. could die any day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Also, you could. That, but that's, that's poor now sucks. Poor poor anytime kind of sucks. That's so. it, and it, th- especially if the question is like you can't get out of poor. Like that's yeah, you're you living and dying yeah. poor. Because I mean, you can you can get you can get out of poor yeah. like these days. Yeah. It sucks, but you can get out of poor. If you were poor in 1900, you're, you're screwed. You're poor. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably yeah. got a disease by the yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's poor. It's poor to the end, pop. Like, well, I'll knock mine, and we'll save you for last. All right. So One of those I really like. Answer the internet. Would you rather never have any buffalo sauce food again or only be able to masturbate to pregnant porn? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so let me reread that. Yeah, yeah. One more, time, one more time. One more time. Because once I, I read ahead and I saw that, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't read. You're like, oh, porn. Would you rather never have any buffalo sauce food again? So food with buffalo sauce on it. Or only be able to masturbate to pregnant porn? <laughs> I'm giving up the buffalo sauce. Dude, I'm yeah, giving up the, look, man, dude, there's that, so many other flavors of wings I can eat. I'm a lemon, lemon pepper fanatic, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, don't go, need, I don't need the buffalo. I'll go dry before fucking yeah. sauce. Dude. Naked wings, man. Naked, yeah. <laughs> naked wings. And we don't got to get into dude. porn preferences, but the weirdest <laughs> thing that is like you whenever, you, you know, to, you, you pull up whatever, you just, I don't know, you're, you're finding a video you're going to watch, but sometimes you know, you'll see like yeah, suggested shit on the home screen. Yeah, and you're like, who is watching? What is this? this? <laughs> yeah, and it, on top of that, mo- well, uh, ho- you're hoping that the per- the dude is the baby daddy. 
and it's yeah. not just our new right. like how yeah because you bet in the industry in the porn industry mm-hmm. i bet you there, there's people paying that's like oh, hey this sure. stranger is gonna smash you and he ain't the baby daddy it's like one of those me. things like when you see those memes it's like the dad's on his like deathbed and he tells his son he's like son don't you go home Delete my internet browser before <laughs> your mother sees it. Boy. <laughs> Delete it. Leave. He's like, Dad I already did. He's yeah. like, I saw it. And he's like, huh? But I watched like, it too. Start the search with P and Delete, you'll, yeah. you'll Delete you'll the browser I feel before like, your mother sees it. Boy. Talking about that, though, I feel like the 360p, 480 like P, like quality, weird homemade camcorder videos that are on there, uh-huh. I bet, you know, half of those, if not more, are just, they go up to just poor people, you know, or, or homeless people, and they're like, hey, I'll pay you 50 bucks, you get in this video and do it or something like that. <laughs> You know, I bet it's like weird shit. Yeah. You know? I'd be like fifty. I'm homeless, but yeah. I got standard yeah, sunlight. Yeah, like yeah. fifty bucks. Call it fifty-five. What do you think about this pregnant chick? You like her? Yeah. Oh, dude. Call it fifty-five. I like we'll that wallet it. more. Like that's. What yeah. And on top of that, another question is: What are you doing? What are you, as a couple? Uh-huh. What are y'all doing? Filming like it'd be different, I guess, or a better standard if she wasn't pregnant. I always like it. But I, it's like <laughs> you're gonna your 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 kid's uh-huh. gonna grow up seeing your mom. <laughs> Pregnant with you up in there and your dad yeah. smashing well, one video. It's it's exactly. funny. It's like, how do I play this one <laughs> off? You don't. So technically, you know? technically, yeah. you were in you the were video in the, yes. 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what year was this? Like, you have, like, two sisters or something. Like, yeah. what year was this? Video? It's funny. I've seen, like, a you meme. I've seen a meme, uh, not really to, like, the form, but just having sex when you're pregnant. The baby's just fucking <laughs> sloshing. Right. Just getting, get, just getting rammed in there, too. Oh, it's like God. one of those things, like, one cringe thought always has, like, if I was a rapper... And like you like for instance, you see this shit that like future raps about and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, yeah. what if your grandparents get a hold of one of your albums? Yeah. Like, it's like, whoa. Well, <laughs> it's like, you know whoa. what I always thought was one of the most like questionable lines that I was thinking about the other day was in uh and you don't even know it with Rick Ross when he's like, um Oh shit. He goes he says he's like rapping, he's like, took her home, um, Fuck, Google it, Google it. Oh, yeah. fuck. Me, I, I, I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to butcher it. And next thing it. you know, you butcher it, and they're like, oh, Brock said that. Like, yeah, Brock's that, fucked well, that's up. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I want to pull it up. Brock a hashtag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Trending. I'm, I'm so cancelable because I'm, you know, white, bl- <laughs> can be white blue-eyed kid from the suburbs. It's too easy. I can be cancelled um, at any moment. Hold on. There is Rick Ross. Blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Put Molly all in her champagne. She ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She didn't even know it. <laughs> See, it's like <laughs> that's a pretty questionable if, line. If someone just takes the time to analyze that verse. It's like, whoa! It's all like, right, like, but like yeah. you're still bumping your head. It's yeah. like, all right, yeah. no. But I mean, you're like, did he say? Mm-mm. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, God, just a song. <laughs> yeah. All right, last question yeah. here. All right. Would you rather get stuck at a red light every time for the rest of your life or become a loaf of bread for 24 hours once a year? You know what, Austin? I'm going to let you go ahead first. <laughs> Dude, I hate a red light. I ha- like, this is I- an easy answer. What? A loaf oh, of yeah, bread. I know. loaf of bread. A I loaf would, of bread. I would just hide in a closet once a year. And y'all would never see me. I'm going to just loaf I'm just for 24 loaf. Yeah. hours. Just loafing. Because I hate loaf. a fucking red light. Yeah. Or especially getting stacked Dude, up. I was at like one Broad this, Street's the worst. I oh, was bro- at this Broad one Street's this morning. Um, by the Home Depot, before you get to like the, the Arby's. You know what I mean? Like yep. Just go down yeah, that, yeah, way. that way. That light sucks so much cock. Oh, you'll never make it through. It's not you, even that. It's coming from the other way, closer to where we live. Yeah. Okay. I go to try and take a left. So I get in the left lane. We take it all the time. Yeah. But twice this has happened. It happened again this morning where I'm in the left lane. And it's like, okay, green. I'm like, okay, I'll wait. A minute later, it gives the green turn for like those. I'm like, okay. 
two, three minutes later, I'm like, hold on. It's gone through multiple cycles now. It's not letting me go. And I'm not, I'm not like past a yeah, sensor yeah. or something like that. And so I just said, fuck it, dude. It's like 5 a.m. There's no cars anywhere. Oh, I do that all I the just time. turn. You know? Dude, Scott's Edition but is the worst. And, that, and yeah, that's where I live. It's it like is. some lights that get stuck, like you said, like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm coming home from work. Like, I'll be at a light for like five minutes. And one time I was like on my phone and like I realized like 10 minutes had gone by and it never changed. And I was like, what is nah, going dude. on? I'm and running. Like some yeah. places it's like the Wild Wild West and Scott's Edition. You're yeah. like, Yo, is that light even for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got buses everywhere because there's bus lanes. I'm like, mm-hmm. honestly, I love not living in the city anymore because of that. There's so many different lanes and different lights. And, and then you got to worry about people crossing the street and it's hectic, people on bikes. It especially is Scott's my anxiety. Edition, That's a busy joint, live, especially like, on a right weekend. Beside, like the crunch. So oh, people yeah. still be like in their gym mode, headphones you on. You live beside the crunch. We we used to live right above the crunch. I live right behind like wooden iron. So like all oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah. out yeah. and go around. Uh-huh. People have yeah. their headphones in, still jamming yeah. from the gym, not paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Realize you're not supposed to walk right yeah. now. Yeah. But if I hit your ass, it's my yeah. fault. Of course. <laughs> like, I'm like, of course. I'm like, yo, come on, Jimmy. Like, no, like, don't walk across the street. Yeah. We used to live on First and Grace, but then we moved to Forest Hill. So it's like outside of Richmond, but it's still, it's close enough to where I'm like, man, I still don't even want to drive through Richmond. Yeah, it's my first time living in say I've always been like in Henrico or Manchester, like right outside, close yeah. enough, or right close outside. Enough. You yeah. grew up where I am? I grew up in New Kent, so it's about oh. 40 minutes away. So yeah. close enough. So I could get yeah. my parents in less than an hour if I ever want to see them, stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, dude. But yeah, having having a truck driving around in Scotts is not the move oh, at all. Damn, son. Yeah. You'll see me like all summer. You'll just see me on a bird scooter, <laughs> dude. I, like, yeah. I'm surprised I wouldn't have one parked outside my apartment door. <laughs> well, there was man. one in the bush. There was one in the bush. That's, right. they that's throw mine. The bush. I walk outside. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is a wonderful day. What the hell? Yeah. I like just chilling just in the just bush. Parked it. Yeah, like, like, I'm gonna get that later. They're just like, yeah, they won't find this like yeah. at all. Well, glad to have you on, man. I appreciate you coming on, telling us your story, and uh, hopefully people enjoyed it. If and you learn, want to check them out. Yeah, check them out. We'll have everybody in the description below to follow us. Um, at A. James at yep. Covenant Athletics. Is there an underscore between Covenant? Yeah, athletics? go ahead and speak. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just uh, Covenant.athletic. Dot. Okay. okay, yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll have all that in the description below. Mm-hmm. Check them out, and uh, we appreciate you again for coming Absolutely, on. Absolutely, man. Really, thank you, thank really you. enjoyed it. If you guys listened to this and it got any value out of it, made you think, made you laugh, just made you th- made you smile. Made you smile. Or you Share it with thought about being a loaf of bread? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Because I know we're all out here being loaves. Just so loafing. Loafing. Check us out. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Until next time. Peace. Peace.